Hello, and welcome to our last lesson in our series on salvation. The title of this lesson is The Consequences of Rejecting Jesus Christ as Your Savior. And I'm assuming that if you're watching this lesson that maybe you've seen the uh, full series that we've done, or maybe you've just looked at different parts of it, or maybe you haven't looked at any of it at all. You just saw the title of this one as you were searching on the internet, and you said, let me, let me look and see what the, this guy has to say. What we are assuming is that you know of Jesus Christ or you've heard about salvation or you've heard about being saved and uh, you've just simply, for whatever reason, chose to either reject it or you just simply ignored it. You didn't do anything about it. You just went, uh, it, it could be for as much as, ah, that's a bunch of nonsense, I don't want to hear it. Probably if that's what you thought, you wouldn't be listening to this video. Or it may just have been like more people than not. You just kind of put it off, don't think about it. Well, maybe, who knows, a lot of it's confusing. I just, whatever it might be. But the bottom line is, is you have not trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You've simply rejected the gift that God is willing to give you, the precious forgiveness of your sin and the precious gift of eternal life. You've either just flat out rejected it or you just simply have not accepted it. You need to understand this. You have eternity in front of you. We all do. God has given every one of us an eternal spirit. This body dies. We know that. There's no arguing with that. There's no debate about that. We, we see it happen every day. And we know that our bodies are getting older and they're going to die. But the spirit that is within us, that spirit is eternal. And that spirit will live forever. And according to the word of God, according to the scriptures, according to the Bible, it will live in one of two places. It will live in either heaven or it will live in, live in hell. Now that's what the word of God teaches. If you don't believe in the Bible, if you don't want to hear any of that, then all of this would be moot. But what I'm giving you comes from the authority of the word of God itself. So we have eternity in front of us. And we're going to be living somewhere. And if you, if you expect to enter into eternity without Jesus Christ, you can know right now here today that you are on the road that leads to destruction. You are on the road that leads to hell. The Word of God says that we are all sinners. That's very clear. Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says the wages or the price or the penalty of that sin is death. We die physically and we die spiritually. And what I'm emphasizing here today is that spiritual death, the eternal separation from God. That's what death is. Death is always a separation. Physical death is when our spirit separates from our body. The body falls to the ground and it, it decays, goes back to dust. But the spirit continues on, but it lives separate from our body. That's physical death. But now spiritual death is when because of sin, we have now spiritually become separated from God. If we enter into eternity without the forgiveness that comes only through Jesus Christ, our spirits will be eternally separated from God. And they are separated from God in hell. Hebrews 9.27 says, And as it is appointed unto men once to die, after that comes the judgment. So we're sinners, the sin sentences us to death, we are going to die, and after that comes the judgment. We are going to stand before God. 2 Peter 2.9, the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation, 
listen to this, and how to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. Judgment is coming. You don't have to believe in it. You don't have to accept it. You don't have to like it. You don't have to want it. You can deny it. You can say it's a bunch of nonsense. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I think it's absolute. We read the verses of scripture earlier where it says people think it's foolish. And the, and the word is moros in the Greek. It means uh, a moronic. Some people say to believe this stuff, you got to be a moron. An absolute moron to believe all of these things. It's complete, total nonsense. You can say all of those things. It doesn't change the reality that it's true. It's going to happen. God is going to judge. Revelation 20, verses 11, 13, and 15 says, And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And listen to this. It says, And the sea gave up the dead that were in it. And death and Hades delivered up the dead that were in them. And they were judged every man according to his works. Say, well, let God judge my works. Well, look what he says. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Do you see what's happening? This great judgment day is coming, called the great white throne judgment. And God is going to summon everybody there. He's not going to send out little flowery invitations and say, God requests the honor of your presence at such and such a thing. And you can send back your little RSVP saying, ah, kind of busy today, don't think I want to be there. And I'm not trying to joke about this, but sometimes we think that things like this would happen. No, no, no. There's not going to be little invitations sent out. God is going to summon everyone to be there, and they are going to be there, whether they want to be there or whether they don't. Nobody's going to be too busy. No one's. He's not going to be able to not get in touch with somebody. Everyone will be there. And the scripture says that the people are going to try to turn and run and hide. And it says there was found no place for them. The earth and the heavens fled away. They wanted to get away from it. And there was no place for them to go. I saw the dead, small and great. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter how big and important you think you are. Doesn't matter how little and insignificant you think that you are. You are going to be there. The sea gave up the dead. The earth gave up the dead. Death and Hades gave everybody. God's going to call everybody without Jesus Christ. He's going to call them to this judgment. And they're going to be there. And he's going to open the books. And if you think that when you get there, you're going to repent... It's not going to happen. God's not going to allow it. There is no repentance the other side of death. There is no repentance at this judgment. You've either accepted Christ or you haven't accepted Christ. Because it says here, whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. You may be one of those that said, well, I'll just wait till I get there and I'll deal with it then. You will deal with it then, but there'll be no change. There'll be no change because, I mean, think about it logically. How could you stand in front of God? You now died, and now you're actually standing there, and you see God face to face, and you know you're about to stand judgment. Who wouldn't repent? You'd, you'd have to be the world's biggest meatball not to repent, because you're right there. You know that judgment's coming. You know that God is real. It doesn't take any faith. It doesn't take anything. You know that Jesus Christ is real. He's standing there. You're looking at him. 
You know that you're a sinner. We all know that. We all know that we've we've done wrong. We know that. So to th think about it, then everybody on everyone in existence would be repenting. Hey, God's just called you to judgment. He's going to judge you. I repent. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I was wrong. I thought no, it's not going to happen then. God's not going to allow it to happen then. Because notice the verse I read you before. It's appointed unto man once to die. After that, the judgment. Not after that, a second chance, another chance for repentance. After that, the judgment. You need to make that decision now. God has said that there's two roads that we can be walking down. There's a road that leads to heaven, and there's a road that leads to hell. He wants us to be on that road that leads to heaven. Matthew 7:13 says, Enter by the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many people on it. More people are on their way to hell than are on their way to heaven. But he says, but narrow is the gate and straight is the way that leads to life. And there are few that find it. God doesn't want you to go to hell. He doesn't want you to have to pay for your sins yourself. He doesn't want you to spend eternity separated from him. He has provided a way for your sins to be forgiven. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God doesn't want you to perish. He wants you to have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That's what God wants for you. God wants to be able to forgive you. God wants to be able to cleanse you from your sins. God wants you to be able to spend eternity in heaven with him. But you need to come and you need to come to him God's way. There's only one way. And that way is Jesus Christ. The scripture says, John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. No one. Acts 4.12, there is salvation and no other name. There is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Salvation can be accomplished, but can it be accomplished only through Jesus Christ? God is offering you a precious gift. He's offering you a priceless gift. You need to decide to take that gift, and you need to decide now. God says in his word, today, if you will hear my voice, do not harden your heart. You don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. You could be standing before God tomorrow. This could be your last day on this planet. You may live for another 40 years, 50 years. I don't know. I don't know you. I don't know what God ha has in mind. But you know as well as I do every day. We don't know what's going to be happening the next day. And God clearly says in his word, today, if you will hear my voice, do not harden your heart. That's Hebrews 3, 7. Listen to me today, he says. God is calling out to you today. You need to make the right choice. Right now, without Christ, you're on that road that leads to destruction. You need to get off that road and get on the road that leads to eternal life. And you need to make that choice now. God offers you the opportunity to get forgiveness now. You're this side of heaven now. You need to make that right choice. If that's what's in your heart and that's what you want to do, I've made a video uh, that explains very clearly of what we must do 
to receive the precious gift of salvation. I would encourage you to watch that. I would encourage you to, if you know someone that you can seek out and talk to, but the biggest thing that I would encourage you to do is to make that decision today to stop going your own way, to stop rebelling against God. Even if it just means you're going to back up and you say, you know what, I'm going to start searching the Bible. I'm going to start doing some reading myself. I'm going to start finding out about these things. But I'm going to stop putting it off. I'm going to stop just flippantly and caustically or however it might be just rejecting these things and put it out. There are eternal consequences to you rejecting Jesus Christ as your Savior. And there are eternal blessings from accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior. I honestly pray and encourage you to make the right choice and to come to Jesus Christ and receive him as your personal Savior. May God bless you to make that choice.